Spartan's brain. If I don't, it'll die through lack of oxygen. But that would mean you have to remove someone else's brain to do it. Boscow, however. Frankenstein must be destroyed. Not should be really? or might really? be or must. It must. Hey everybody, welcome to Late Late Horror Show. What? What's up, Oh group? my god, yeah. Um, Frankenstein. Must, must be destroyed. He must! 1969, um, as I said before, he must uh, be destroyed? Something. We'll get to my... Something my way. My take on it is that he really doesn't need to be destroyed, he but doesn't. anyways, the poor guy. But anyways... Um, so Dino yeah. said, Ted, pick a Hammer movie. Pick a Hammer movie for me to watch. This is the second in the line of the Frankenstein? No, this is actually the fifth. There's Shows you how much I know my Curse hammer. of Frankenstein, He's Revenge of Frankenstein. Okay. Then sort of a soft reboot called Evil of Frankenstein. Hey, it's not even a reboot. It's just say, let's say Evil of Frankenstein. Okay. Then there is Frankenstein Created Woman. And then Frankenstein must be destroyed. Okay. And this in the line of the other movies, mm-hmm. how's it fit? You mean as far as continuity? Con- yeah. Is there a continuity or there's is this con- a standalone kind of? There's hard. I would say hard continuity between the first two. Yeah. Because remember when we watched the first one? Right. You know, the, the gallows is going to, he's being taken to the gallows. Well, right. that's where the next one picks up. Okay. Right, right, yeah. And you find out how he gets out of that situation. Right. After that, you can kind of sort of watch them in any order. Okay. Um, you know, for you, I kind of numbered them in the order they came out in. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter that much. Okay. Because when Baron went to that house, there was, you know, up the steps at the top of the landing. Almost reminded me of the first movie, kind mm-hmm. of that whole setup and layout of the house. Might have been the same house for all I know. Could have been. Uh. <laughs> they just dressed it up. Yeah. Um, historically, this is considered 
it, it is a bleak movie for a Hammer movie. Um, it, it, it is. I was going to say this movie out of the Hammer movies I've seen so far. Uh, I mean, it's it's a horror movie, mm-hmm. but mm, you know, I, I saw a lot of drama, action, mm-hmm. kind of, and and then and we'll get to the ending kind of twist with the. I mean, because there's not a a Frankenstein monster. Not but, exactly. But, yeah, not, but, but we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it. Let's talk about the movie. For okay, yeah. And so a lot of fans consider this to be one of the best Frankenstein movies, if not in the top two. Um, Hammer. Of, of the Frankenstein series, and one of the better Hammer movies, yeah. uh, especially the late 60s. The late 60s Hammer was king. Right, they, right. they couldn't be beat as far as this, this kind heat. of movie. Then as we start getting late 60s, 70s, things start changing, and... This movie is a victim of that, and I'll, I'll talk about that as we go. Um, victim? It is. It is a victim of Just that. like the movie. And I will explain. Okay. Uh, but, whereas I thought most fans like considered this, you know, probably... I've seen lists where people consider this like the best of the Frankenstein movies. Really? But I'm starting to see that Frankenstein Created Woman okay. is starting to get a little bit of renewed interest in just had a, a Blu-ray release. Well, it's had two Blu-ray releases here in yeah. the States. But a brand new one, which mm-hmm. is a, an improvement over the old. I have it. Okay. And um, it's it's a little bit more of a metaphysical entry. Um, dealing with, like, transplanting, you know, like, the soul of somebody mm-hmm. into another body. Um, really? Okay. And That's uh, a lot of fans are starting my to list, I think. warm up to that one. Even uh, Martin Scorsese. I saw an interview with him where he said it was one of his favorites. You know, he, he oh. loved that entry and, okay. and thinks it's probably... One of his uh, favorite Hammer movies, huh. and you got to understand a lot of those directors. You know, that's the movies they went to go. See. Joe Dante, you know, Martin Scorsese. That's, that's what they went to go see. So, that's so for their the, horror movies. So far, the ones I've seen, I, I like the very first one the best so far. Well, not saying I overall I, I enjoyed this film, mm-hmm. you know, but in a different way. What well, you'll I'm, find, you know, is if you watch the rest of, you know, if you watch the Frankenstein films, uh, Victor Frankenstein, he's sort of an anti-hero. You know, you are kind of rooting for him a little bit. You know, he's trying to do this. You, you feel like the Not overall, this movie. That's what I'm getting Okay, to. I know. The yeah. overall yeah. thing that he's trying to do, you think this is a good thing. Yeah. It is progress. But in this film, he is out he and out tr- villain in this He movie. is villain. He is opposite of everything he stands for. Cushing he's, brings it. He tripped out. <laughs> There's even a... A freaking rape scene, and we'll get to that. I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah. I don't know if you know the history behind that, but yeah, I'll d- talk about yeah, that. Yeah, d- director, yeah, well, when we get to I guess, the director mm-hmm. wanting to get sex it up a bit. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, where, where do you want to start off with in this I guess I'll just film? do a little synopsis of the movie here. I mean, um, I'm sure a lot of you haven't seen it. Um, I've, I'm on record on this show through four years saying how much I love these movies and I do. I have that movie on my phone. I can watch it anytime I want. I I just like, I load all these MP4s on there. I have tons of Hammer movies on my phone. You like Dan and Spangler. Veronica Carlson has been in about three Hammer movies. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of like their... Buxom Blonde. Their, you know, hot new... Buxom Beauty. New face that they... Buxom Beauty. Because they were always looking for a new face. The only girl will live. But she's actually a pretty good actress in this movie too. No, she's she also is. in. Um, Felt sorry for her, but you know. Hey. She's also in Dracula Has Risen from the Grave mm. and uh, The Horror of Frankenstein, which is. Uh, which actually came after this movie, but um, 
Victor Frankis or Frankenstein's played by a different actor, Ralph Bates. It's a, a lot of people don't like it. I like it. It's a good. It's a little campy, mm. but um, Ooh. it's a, it's a, you know. Then they went back to Peter Cushing again <laughs> for the last installment. Yeah, so kind of like Bond. Let's let's use um, what's his name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who they used to in Bond? What's, what's his name again? George Lazenby. George Lazenby. I liked George um, Lazenby. I did too. I did too. I would have loved to have seen but him make more Bond movies. Had to go right back and to Sean Connery. furthermore, uh, the documentary about him on Hulu mm-hmm. called Becoming Bond, yeah. I respect him even more for that. The balls on that guy. How he mm-hmm. got that gig. How he lied his ass off yeah. and got it. And I think it's fantastic. So. Great documentary. Okay, back yes. to... Back to um, so in this one... Yeah. Uh, Veronica Carlson. It starts off oh. kind of interesting. There's yeah. a, this doctor. His name is Dr. Heideck. He's getting out of a carriage, walking down a dark London street or, or wherever <laughs> they're... I, I don't think they're in London. They're in somewhere else. Yeah. It's always someplace like Carlsbad or Ingstadt or something yeah. like that. But they all have British accents. A made-up name. <laughs> and, uh, you just see this long scythe. You see a character walking with a bucket. You know it's Frankenstein. And you know he's going to chop off a head, and you know he's going to put that head in a bucket. Oh, yeah, he's but, looking for a brain, and <laughs> he's, he's just, just, just going to chop head. it off, man. And, yeah, you just see the Fresh scythe one. come over and, and, and the blood splatter. And later on, then when he goes back home, yeah. finds out that there's a bur- damn burglar in his house. Yeah, and, nothing goes well for uh, oh. Baron Frankenstein. He's got the worst luck in this film. movie. Yeah, because uh, the dude's picking his lock and stuff like yeah. that, and he hears him coming up, and yeah. A and that guy's suit. been in a couple uh, Hammer movies, too. That, I, can't I don't believe, remember his name, yeah. but he's been in a couple. can't believe that dude overtook um, Frankenstein. Well, I mean, then you see, like, this bald, pockmarked face, you know, come, yeah. and it's really him wearing a mask, you know, when he does, when, when Frankenstein does take it off, you know. But what happens odd is the robber gets to, away. Yeah, odd that he has to wear a mask in this film, but, I mean, I get it, he's trying what to... What if it is human skin? Yeah. I, what if it was from one of his guy, victims? Yeah. Could be. I mean, I don't know if they made masks like that in the Victorian era. I don't know. Evidently, they did. Well, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to go on record and say I think it's human skin he's using as a mask. Could be. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there we go. There, that adds to the uh, mystique of Dr. Frankenstein. Baron in this, Frankenstein. In now. this film, yeah, yeah. So um, the robber gets away. This is all like, you know, right at the right first five it ha- minutes. It happens movie. in most of the movies where, you know, they... F- you know he's got to get the hell out of his laboratory because right. and now he's got to get rid of all the evidence every, yeah. because he did have a body in there. Right. He was doing you know doing what he does. He's got his laboratory equipment and all this shit and the body and the you know so he had to. Luckily, there's like a mm-hmm. trap door that like leads to the river and he's just <laughs> throwing it all in there and gets. When you like that, you just throw all your garbage down yep. this big drop into like a river or something like yep. that. You know. So and then he he the makes a getaway. Claims. He gets he makes a getaway and then then there's this cop I, I forget his name this you know Inspector Fridge or whatever his name. For he he was actually Inspector added Fridge. to the script yeah. a little bit later. Interesting character. He he was kind of just put in there for comic relief. He's not even really necessary to anything in the movie. He's a and dunce. He doesn't know anything with comical either. But yeah, yeah. They, I don't know because maybe because it's such a bleak movie, they maybe they wanted to lighten it up a little bit. Because yeah. there is usually maybe a moment of humor in some of these movies. You know, something that you, and there you is chuckle. always that kind of comical inspector. You know, uh, in these they could have put Clouseau yeah. in there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I, I don't think that character played off so well in this film. It was. He's not, I mean, he doesn't ruin it, but he don't make it better. No, either. I mean, he doesn't ruin it, but yeah, it's not much to it except that you know, oh, get, you know, he 
get people together, get the autopsy. Right. Not you even know, funny, but anyway. The uh, like the medical examiners with him, uh, the blonde guy, and he's actually he's been in Hammer movies before, and he's been in other horror. He was in one I just watched with my kids the other day. Um, yeah, one of those, uh, not from Hammer, but from Amicus Studios. Okay. They did horror movies, but they did a lot of those anthology movies like Tales from the Crypt and yeah. House That Drip Blood. Um, and they, he did one, he's in one called Asylum. And me and the kids just watched it the other day. I have all of the Amicus horror anthologies. I love them all. Okay. Some of them are cheesy, but I love them all. Um, oops, excuse me. The mic picks everything up. But Spider barking. Uh, uh, you know, he's saying, well, one thing we can be pretty sure of, looking at all the equipment, that, you know, the, you know, the guy's a doctor. Yeah. Like, we don't know that. We have no idea if he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's doing his snuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if anything, a little comical there, but yeah. You know, everybody's throwing out he's, he's always a doctor. doing his he's snuff. He's a doctor. What does it do? What is... I'm, I'm, I'm Ted, who stupid. Knows? What is snuff? Isn't it is it tobacco? To, I think so. Why would you snuff it up your nose? I have no idea. And then it makes you sneeze. Why? Who's getting enjoyment out of that? I have no idea. So you can get snots all over yourself? Back in the day, in the early 1800s to late 1800s, I mean, it, you know. Maybe somebody should bring that back in style. Cocaine and, and heroin Cocaine. And, and all that other Gonna shit. Going to play a role in this movie. Was Yeah. <laughs> it was all used, but anyways, yeah. Go figure. So that's sort of the you know how we're introduced to everything that's going on, and it looks like business as usual at first. Um, uh, I don't know if we go to the hospital next or if we go to the boarding house next in in the film. Well, but it doesn't matter. I yeah, guess. regardless, the, the, let's just jump to the uh, asylum. Okay, where and we're going to meet a um, mad doctor. There's a. Um, a young doctor, uh, his name is Carl, I can't remember his last name. Yeah, he's just listed as Carl. Um, and he's a young doctor working at the asylum. And everything's sort of in an uproar because the head doctor there, Dr. Brandt, has just recently gone insane. And he is now an inmate, excuse me, at the, the very asylum where they're at. Um, they're even bringing in a... It's a hammer movie, I'm just going to sit back and... Listen to the story. Oh, first, let me, let me just... We, we, we usually do this at the beginning. Did you like the movie? Oh, yeah, I, I think I did discuss it. Yeah, okay, I mean, you, you did like it? Overall, I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay, good, Th- good. There was nothing about it I did not okay. like. All right. There were questions I had, and we'll talk about when we get to that all point. Right. All right, and And ending and all that, but yeah. So, um... Dr. They, Brandt. They even bring in an outside doctor. Uh, who had a lot to do with... Evidently, Dr. Brandt and Dr. Frankenstein... Had a relationship. They had a correspondence, and then they had met. Uh, They they allude to it in the film about five years ago. Uh, They were both working on similar projects, uh, mainly, and this comes up a little bit later. Uh, Well, we already know brain transplantation is going to come up in this one. We already know that Dr. Frankenstein can do that. I mean, he did it in the first damn movie. Um, yeah. Where he took a brain and put it in another body, but what they're talking about it's doing weird, though. Uh, is well, actually what they're talking about is cryogenics. In a way, they're talking about freezing. What they were corresponding about is they were both working on techniques to, let's say, you know, you have a, a, a you know, a scholar, a scientist, whatever, and they die prematurely when they're at the peak of their, you know, knowledge. Well, what if you could freeze the brain or cryogenics, yeah. and then at some later date, put that brain into a, a, a body and and bring them back to life? 
Um, Dr. Frankenstein in the film at a point admits that, you know, his experiments failed, but Dr. Brandt had figured out how to do it. And this is why Dr. Frankenstein's even in town in this place right now, because mm -hmm. he was supposed to meet him and they were supposed to share notes and, and yeah. discuss this. But well, um, when the, he leaves that house, yeah. he moves into a boarding house. That's well, just well, run by real Anna. quick, this was the con why I was asking you about continuity and stuff oh, like okay. that too, because the, the whole you know fact of like if if he's got down the whole brain transplant right. and it works mm -hmm. and he can bring back you know anybody he or wants. take a brain and put it into anybody right mm -hmm. like where is that what's been going on with that i, I mean well know, i mean he did that there's no the, backstory on from the very first film we know he could take a brain from a dead person and put it into a live person but you got a monster Ugh. well that's because he used dead parts now what he's been doing is taking like after that first film he doesn't really do that anymore like different body parts or anything he'll just find people and okay. Do it. Like for instance, and in that, the, so that's me just not knowing the, the other right. films. In the it, second it, film, okay. Revenge of Frankenstein, yeah. um, what he's doing is he's going to he's got an assistant. I forgot it, um, Hans or whatever his name is. You know, he's sort of a hunchback. He's he's contracted, yeah. and what he's going to do is take his brain. And his name is his name's Carl, right? Well, I'm talking about Revenge of Frankenstein. Oh, Revenge of Frankenstein. Okay. And he, what he's going to do is take that brain... And what was his name in there? Sorry. In, in Revenge of Frankenstein? Yeah. Um, I'm talking about just his assistant. Yeah. Um, it might have been Hans or... Right, because you know, it's, it's not he, Igor. He always sticks with the three names, don't he? Like, it's <sighs> either Hans, Carl, or Franz or something. Anyways, I, I could be completely wrong. I, I can't <laughs> remember the lackey's name moving but on. what he's gonna what he's gonna do is take his brain transplanted into another body yeah. that he's working on you know got a body right and then he'll be able to live without being crippled and all this yeah. but what happens without spoiling you know all the movie but when he's in that new body things are great at first but then slowly it starts coming back you know so mm. you know what you know fans of the series know is that he's been doing this and and okay you know okay. transplanting a brain ain't no sweat for him okay okay um so he's moving he's going under an assumed name dr fenner or mr fenner not yeah, dr yeah. mr fenner into a boarding house uh run by veronica carlson's character anna very foxy fetching she's lady. the landlady and a um, single landlady we're gonna find that she's she uh the fiance's bags oh, be respectful it's oh. veronica <gasps> I'm talking about a Hammer film. Oh, jeez. Okay, I, I, I respect This is her. Veronica. And she's okay. still Sorry. alive and she's foxy. Sorry, Veronica. She Not just did a movie. Her, she and well, like she probably has really two other Hammer girls, they just did like bags. a low-budget movie that's showing at some of the horror festivals you called You think House those are big Gorgon. water balloons that oh, all like no. leakage and stuff? No, they didn't do that back then. It was all natural okay. in the 60s. Okay. Chicks were chicks back then. Okay. Okay, so so he goes to the boarding house, <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, you know he's pretty nice, whatever. But you know when he meets the other boarders, he, he definitely. Uh, I love long, that scene. Oh, I know. <laughs> she asks him how long he'll be staying. He goes indefinitely. Indefinitely. I love how he says his that. voice yeah. is so great. So I mean, oh, Peter Cushing is, is icy. Mm, such an act. He's mm -hmm. up there with like Basil Rathbone and mm -hmm. uh, Vincent Price, just a yeah, great Christopher just, Lee, great voices. Mm, yeah. yeah. And but yeah, that scene you're talking about the early the next morning. There's like, uh, is it four or five other gent gentlemen? At least, at least four. 
Yeah, other gentlemen. Two are playing chess, I think, and two are sitting reading the paper. Yeah, and, and they come into the room. We're where, talking you know, about that doctor, the guy's head gather. cut off. Yeah. Oh, and we do get to see, during that struggle with the robber, we do get to see the severed head in the bucket. Right. And up until that point in a Hammer film, that's about as much gore as we got. I, don't, I mean, we'd seen little body parts and eyes and hands, but to see like a whole severed head and yeah. the arteries and stuff, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I liked it. You know, when yeah. I was a little kid watching, I was like, ugh. Yeah, no, no, that, that was... Heads are going to roll. But but when they're in that, that sitting room in area and they're talking about... They, they, something brings up about... I think they bring up Frankenstein? Um, uh, Dr. Yeah, Frankenstein? Yeah, talking about, like, what would someone want a head for? And then, you know, what are they... And, um, how, how, how ridiculous that they even think right? that they can... And that's when Dr. Frankenstein, who's... They talk about Dr. Dr. Fra- Brandt because he's in the asylum now. That's kind of like general news. Right, and he's over... I, I love the scene where he's like this, he's back writing, against him. He's, he's, and he's just listening. You know, listening and, and, and Until they make some comment. Perk. They do mention that, yeah, wasn't there another fellow that had an idea, same idea around the same time? So I think it's they Dr. mentioned Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein and how they were both run... He was run out of the country. And, and then he stands up and tells them all off. He's like, oh, excuse me. He's like, I didn't Puts realize any of place. you were doctors. They're like, oh, we're not. Oh, Sorry, I thought maybe you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> and one guy goes, oh, how absurd, how rude of you. Uh, he, he gives them what for about progress and moving forward. And yeah. That's always been his, you know, his mantra in these films, you know, yeah. progress, moving forward, right. taking science beyond. And unfortunately in this movie, mm. you know, he's just so dark. Um, for instance, well, um, so this gets us to where... Um, we what, mentioned that Dr. Branson in the asylum. They well, bring do we in, talk about getting? Um, he, he ends up convincing. Um, do we talk about how he blackmails them too? Oh, we got kicks to. The, kicks um, the four that's out. What I, that's what I was getting to. I okay, just wanted to ahead, mention sorry. that um, you know Dr. Brant insane at the asylum. They bring in a consulting doctor to see him. This is played by Freddie Jones. Freddie Jones. He played in the Monkees. Um, oh, you the might monkeys. know him the best. He was in a, another Hammer movie Should as well. Be messing around. But you know what I really remember him from is he played the sinister sideshow owner in The Elephant Man, the one oh. that owned the Elephant. Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, um, I wanted to make sure we you know pay a little respect to Freddie Jones because two weeks ago today he died at oh. the age of ninety-one. No way. And long history of TV and movie credits. Um, He's also in the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Not one of the best ones, but I like it anyway. Okay. And he was in that briefly, too. Yeah, added to the list. He was in Wild at Heart. You know, he's the guy in the bar that does the Donald Duck noises when they're, you oh. know, Nick Cage and Laura Dern are in her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, you know, I mean, he's a famous actor. And yeah. he says, you know, he's incurable. I don't know. You know, there's nothing we can do. So his name's Dr. Richter. With Dr. Richter. Richter. Pro- so, Richter. So he's going to come into the film a little bit later. He's important later on. Yeah. But... Well, is he? Oh, but go ahead. Well, sort of, because it's the body that well, he ends no, up well, using. No, no, no. It's so, so in that aspect. Yeah. Um, so we've got Carl, and we've got um, Anna, Veronica Carlson, at home, getting ready to go to the theater. He don't want to go. He wants got to make a crazy a little, lady. In the, he wants to make a little whoopee. Right. Oh, yeah, and the assignment is a crazy lady who thinks she's got spiders on her. Yeah. That'd be me. But, <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah. He, uh, they're talking about her mother. Her mother is very ill. She's in a, like, a... Uh, sanatorium, hospital, whatever, a nerve hospital. She needs to get a specialist neurologist, which was just a beginning field then, very expensive. Right. And she barely has enough to, you know, afford that plus, you know, her own expenses. 
So what Carl has been doing is He's been cooking the books a little bit. Cooking the books, taking a dollar here, adding a dollar there. Or I've been doing. He's taking been doing some cocaine here and adding some cocaine there. Yeah, he's I've been, been doing it for been, a year and nobody knows the thing. He's about been stealing it. narcotics and selling them on Somebody the black market to drug addicts. Yeah, yeah. And they do make sure to show you before he goes into the house and they have this conversation, he drops a box. Yes. And box he's look, of cocaine. Then after they get done, they're going to go to the theater and it's like, well, here, look, put this in the bureau. He's looking for the box, can't find it. Oh, I must have dropped it on the doorstep. They open up the foyer door and there's Frankenstein holding it. And he's like, I found this on the doorstep. Do you know who it belongs to? And he's and he, like, oh, he, yes, it's mine. He immediately goes into... Well, he doesn't even let it go at first. He holds it. He's like, no, it's cocaine, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And you can see just the wheels starting. He knows exactly what Oh, he goes do. straight into like blackmail mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, event, I mean, right away, you know, he's just like, you know, hey, I've got shit on you guys. Yeah. You guys he's are like, going to let know, me stay here, set up laboratory. You kick guys, everybody else out. You guys, he doesn't say he, this. This is just what we find out. He kicks everybody else out because the next day you see them all packed and they're all pissed off at her. Oh, go, yeah. Going, how dare you? This is such disrespect to us. For how long have I stayed here? And you're oh, kicking. Yeah, you're giving us the boot. Out on the street. But, um, <laughs> Fucker, buy or leave. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but um, tells, um, tells them, you know, he, he's like, first of all, he points to uh, Carl and says, you know, you'd have 20, your, 20, 20 years. years. Uh, and then he goes to, um, what's her name? Anna. Anna. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and he says, you have, you, you'd be in the, the old clinker for 10 years. 10 years and later. he goes back to Carl and goes, imagine, Carl, what she would look like 10 years, 10 in, years prison? in prison. In a, in a, in a London <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> so what ensues is they totally, they're totally are blackmailed and they're at his mercy and, and they do everything. And, and Anna... Throughout the rest of the movie, I mean, it's no, we, we can say it. <laughs> she just gets coffee. She gets coffee. I love it. Because he, he tries to Except say, for the one scene we get to. Right. But yeah, like, she's the coffee And immediately lady. after, he sits down and he's like, Anna, I'd like some coffee. Yeah. And he's like, well, at least let her go. You don't need her. He's like, I need her to get coffee. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then later on, he says the same thing. Oh, I need her for coffee. It. It, yeah, it's, it's it, awesome. Oh, he's but so the good. sinister Dr. Frankenstein in this movie. I mean, just very, very dark. And I mean, just, you know, the fact that, I mean, and we've seen that shade of him before. But it's just in full bloom here where, I mean, he's just black. He doesn't care. He's black. And he, I think, you know. Once he gets done what he wants to get done, I do believe he just, you know, whatever, let him go. He don't mm-hmm. care. But, and he, he says that, you know, once I do it, you know, then you're free to go. You're free of me. Well, I might as well just throw it out there. I mean, it, you know, we, we know that Anna's the coffee girl. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, he, he has her around for that. But there is a scene a little bit later on, Where too. Carl's at the asylum where, working. Car, yes. And um, he comes into uh, Anna's room as she's, like, kind of, like, putting her negligee on and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, she tells him, please leave, you know, and, and he closes and locks the door. And you're like going, He's holding the key. What? Yeah. Is, yeah holds you didn't the know key. what he was going to do, did you? And he flips it over to the, no, I wasn't, I'm like, no, you I'm didn't like, know what he going to do. You know, but then he flips it on the bed. I'm like, oh boy. And he flat out, he, he rapes. Yeah, I mean, Anna. I mean, they don't uh, show any, you know, but you know exactly what. Oh happened. yeah, yeah. Well, they show a little rustling around. I mean, you, you know, show his face and that hair flipping and stuff. And and I guess mm-hmm. the director. What what? There's a little. It wasn't backstory. the director. The the backstory the pr- of that. The producer. Yes, James Carreras. Yeah. And it's not like he necessarily wanted to put it in there, but you see, Hammer is a small studio. Yeah. And 
you know, these movies, you know, they, they had a few, you know, producer, I mean, uh, you know, people that they could get money from to make these movies, but you need a big studio to distribute it. Right. They, and that's why if you're a collector of Hammer movies, it's been so hard to maintain a decent collection because they're with so many studios, especially here in the United States. Right. Not so much everywhere else, but here in the United States. Columbia, you know, 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers, Universal. Yeah. Uh, so one or two of them are with Paramount. Um, and this was with Warner Brothers. So you got to deal with Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, horror movies are starting to change a little bit in the late 60s, early 70s. Yep. Um, getting a little bit more sexy, getting a little bit more nudity, nudity, sex, violence. And they're like, you know what? If you want these movies to play in theaters here in the States, you got to up it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So show, that show some scene boobage, yeah. was added to the script. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Fisher, very classy director, classic Hammer film director. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't want to do it. Peter Cushing absolutely did not want to do it. And Veronica Carlson certainly didn't want to do it. Mm. And, you know, uh, Veronica, I've seen interviews with her where she just said, you know, Peter just kept telling me, I'm sorry, dear. it's not me. Just remember, it's not me. And, you know, they, they did the scene. And the reason it is so short is just once Terrence Fisher had enough, he just said, it's enough. Cut. It's, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. And um, that, because you see, it, it it's in the movie, but it doesn't, it doesn't gel. It doesn't. It does seem like it's just tacked in there. It's not referred to later on. Right. You I mean, can, but you can rationalize all that. Now, some people will say there's a little tension between mm-hmm. like when Carl approaches her and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But but for the most, but you'll part, say you yeah, know, and I never mentioned. No one ever mentions. But right. you got to remember, they are so under the thumb of Doctor of Baron Frankenstein. I shouldn't right. say Doctor Baron Frankenstein. <laughs> um, that they can't. She can't say anything about it. Right. So you can look at it that way. I mean, all those other scenes were filmed and then they add this one in. But you could still, it still makes sense in, in the course of the film because they're under, you know, he's blackmailing them. She can't say anything. She's completely yeah. at his mercy. Well, even later on in the, the film when um, the, the uh, pipe bursts in the backyard mm-hmm. where they buried the one body. Of, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. You know, um, she, she pulls the body out and, she and hides to. it because. That's yeah. her ass. Uh, oh my God! Everything yep. will be the jig will be up. And um, yeah. some people, if you if you read some articles or, or if you interviews, especially for this film and you know about Hammer film, there's a good documentary called uh, Flesh and Blood. It's two and a half hours and it covers everything of Hammer. It's on Amazon Prime, I think, if you want to watch. Okay. It. Um, really good. Mm. And I mean, even goes up to the new ones yeah. from the two thousands. And. Um, you know, most people say, you know, it wasn't in line with the Frankenstein character, but, <laughs> I mean, let's go back to the first one. Mm. I mean, if you remember, you know, um, um, Hazel Court played his, his wife in that film. He didn't right. treat her very nice. No. And he was also having a little tryst with the, the housekeeper. And, you know, she <laughs> said, I'm pregnant. Right. And if you don't marry me, I'm going to, you know, tell everybody what you're doing up there. And he has, whether she was pregnant or not, he had no problem taking care of her so i mean if that was his view of women back then when he was young before he became infamous for what he was going to do Mm. him you know raping a woman isn't that far of a stretch um it doesn't even look like he's enjoying it just looks like he's doing it and the only other thing i can say about the scene is you know peter cushing's such a sort of like a a meek you know slender kind of guy but he's got some physical menace on him 
I mean, when when he brings it, dude's kind of scary. You know, I mean, plus he has just that skeletal face and, And you know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, no, he's, he's, I'm fine with it being in the movie. And you got to think his journey. It's not needed though. It's not needed, but you got to think his journey would take him kind of to teetering on, you know, that kind of darker side. It's the cold blood, and he knows he could take whatever he wants, and they can't do anything about it, so he just does it. You know, and and most of the time, that's what rapes about anyway is power, not you know, hey, I want to get off. It's you know about having power over somebody. Um, But some people have a problem with it. I mean, I don't like it, but I I don't think it's necessarily too out of character for him based on what we've seen before right um so 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 we've got that little scene that little unpleasantness out of the way nobody wanted to do it but and and you'll see in the later hammer films going forward there was always a little bit more tna you know we got vampire lovers vampire circus you know to the devil a daughter i mean we got films with a little bit more of that kind of stuff in there and um it was just the times were changing, and Hammer had to change too. And, the times they were, and ultimately changing. they didn't change enough to you know be able to continue on. But hmm. for what they did, I, they were the best. And and this was like their, the late sixties. This was their time when their right. movies were the best. So the, so the the next steps so were journey they got was, blackmailed. Yeah, well, they're, they're in their they eventually decide. Well, do we know why he's blackmailing them? Did we tell them why he's blackmailing? Because he, well, yeah, what his plan is. Is to we know Dr. Brandt is insane. We know Dr. Brandt has information that Dr. that Baron Frankenstein wants very badly. So why he's blackmailing them? He knows this young fellow works in the in the asylum. We are going to get Dr. Brandt out of the asylum. I he says I'm that going was my to, next. Oh, I'm sorry. Point. He's going to correct the insanity mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Find out what the hell's going on with what he wants to know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, no, that's all right. I mean, we're yeah, we're I mean, we're there now, and and yeah, basically, um, they do enter the asylum, and with her Anna out waiting in the carriage, mm-hmm. and and he he does try to go and sedate the crazy girl in the other right because she'll make noise. Yeah, yeah, but she ends up screaming anyway. And the so. guard's asleep, so. Well, they knock him out. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Peter yes, Cushing, Frankenstein. Good old blackjack. Leans down, grabs the keys, and knocks yeah. him on the head. Now, But goes in and gets Dr. Brandt, and um, uh, they, I don't think they sedate him because the needle goes flying. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, they get they him. Get they him take out. him out. The dogs are chasing. They put him in a carriage. They get him back to the old um, Anna's... Mm-hmm place uh, well i think prior to this yeah i think prior to this because he needs all sorts of equipment you know because damn right baron frankenstein is not going to do any kind of experiments without having a fully functioning lab right right. (laughs) and you know can i just point out that i'm wearing a jacket and he's got his t-shirt on and it's 80 degrees outside Okay, so back to it. Um, so, <laughs> so they're going to various warehouses, ripping them off, getting yeah, the yeah. But what does happen is while they're doing that at this last warehouse, uh, Night Watchman um, sees his, finds them. Yeah, Carl's foot sticking yeah, out. And Carl ends up stabbing him with a 
scalpel or a knife. A scalpel, or scalpel, I think. Uh, scalpels are a popular adding, thing in this movie. Yeah, adding to the extra blackmail. Right. Hey, now he's now you murder. something. Now you've got. Now he's not going to go to prison for twenty years. Now he's going to go straight to the gallows. To, yeah, you're going to be home. <laughs> you know, you're going to be home. So he's got that. <laughs> so we're going to be home. Now he's got that. <laughs> and Technica. Anna as well. For being, for harboring a murderer, a known murderer, right? You know, so they're both. So yeah, I mean, they're going, lost. they're going down. They're lost. They're, it's just so, pathetic. Yeah. And then they've got Brant. Um, um, when they get him to the lab, damn fool has a heart attack, and you know he's trying to you know uh, keep blood going to the heart. And... Can I make a point that yes. that Doctor Frankenstein can cure insanity? But he can't cure the heart attack. Well, the heart attack happened. He didn't anticipate that. What? What? He didn't anticipate the heart attack happening. It just happened. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm... Okay, nitpickiness, but go ahead. Oh. I, I just had to point that out. And, and even the, the procedure that he does when he... He's doing early chest compressions. He's keeping his mind insanity. Well, because by doing that, it's forcing blood to the brain to keep the brain tissue alive. Let's bore a hole in the skull and let me put this protrude. That's how they do it. They still do that. He's cured. He's not insane no more. He's a mathematician. Well, they take the brain out. <laughs> Let's tell it in the right way. Okay, go ahead. They go take ahead. the brain out, and it's floating in that saline solution. I exaggerate a bit. But, but they need a body, because now that he's had the heart attack, the body is pretty much useless. So, um, because the heart attack was so severe, he had to take the brain out. He wasn't going to do that, right. but he had to take the brain out. And he, and he went and got... Um, well, now they need a body to put the brain in. Who is Professor Richter, right? Right. That's who they end up uh, kidnapping. And they don't even show a big like scene no. of them going to get... They talk he about just... it, and then bam, he's kind of there. Yeah, it's just yeah. like... Because even I thought when I was watching, yeah. like, did I miss something? I know. Mean, <laughs> but... It's just like... Oh, and they bury Brandt's useless scene. body in the garden in the back. I think at the end of the movie they said, hey, we still got scenes, pages <laughs> 23 through 30 to you know go through... Okay. <laughs> we got a rape scene. We got to do. no money. We got no money. <laughs> well, he said he had to rape scene. That's yeah, yeah. So, sometimes so, how Hammer movies went. But but nevertheless, it wasn't a big deal. He he showed up there, and then you get right. the context of them. So the, yeah. the Brant's body is buried in the flower bed in the back, and yeah. So they, you know, he's going to train. He's, he's basically he's like you know Carl, you, you know your your knowledge is about to get you know very much expanded here. You know, and they do he's, that. They put the brain and the sick brain sawing the. Oh, I love when they do that, and, it's, and they get that's a close even, up of in the Carl. next one with Peter Cushing, yeah. uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. Mm-hmm. That's the last Frankenstein film. Mm-hmm. I mean, the skull cap just comes right off. The brains right there. It's a little gorier in that. Yeah, yeah. I love the this one. They Ooga, don't they don't Ooga. show the cutting, but they show the knife and the going down to there, and you hear it, and, and they show Carl's. You'll face, see it. Carl's face looking down. It just portrays mm-hmm. an image of disgust. Without technically showing it, yeah. But um, yeah. Basically, they're going to do the old switcheroo. <laughs> I was just going to say the switcheroo, and then when that Resident heals, young Frankenstein. Then when the kind of Abby the incision Normal. heals on Doctor Richter, which is now Doctor Brandt inside his body, um, then he's going to correct the insanity. And it's kind of cool how they do that. They have him sitting up, the skull cap on with the markings yeah. already made, and yeah, he, he's got the little surgical drill and. Again, with Carl going... And I, I am amazed without any kind of x-ray technology or CT scan, he knows exactly what to do. I know. Uh, 
I know. But this is how damn good he is. Uh, I'm going along with you, Ted. I went for the ride. I'm going along with you, man. And then, yeah, the big probe. Boop. And then took it out, and he's like, there, it's fine. It's done. Yeah. It, the whole thing took about 16 seconds. And he's it's done. strange how... But yet, you know, all these doctors flown in, and not flown in, but brought in, oh, it's incurable, can't do shit about it. <laughs> uh, he knows how to cure it. Well, maybe he's done it before. It's so strange how the sick brain, or the sick man, can look sick. You know his ailments. Oh, yeah. But a sick brain... Just looks like, like a, a brain. brain. Yeah, it was Dr. Richter who said yeah, that. In, just, in the, very good. Yeah. Very good. Very interesting. Um, that he would so they do that. all that. They, you know, they have to lash him down, wrap them all up, and it's done. Now the time is just, you know, to wait for him to heal. They're, they even have like a, a tube that's sort of like a <laughs> endotracheal tube. It's feeding. Yeah, him it milk, goes down into his down stomach. His stomach feeding him milk. Um, the, very like skim milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very like. Pale looking, watery looking. I'm like going, I hope he's adding vitamins or something to that. Well, maybe he does have to water it down. You know, his digestion and all that. Um, in the meantime, imagine he's lactose tolerant. Body's laying there in the bandages. Imagine people back then not knowing why they're, you know, they're crapping every time they drink a glass of milk. (laughs) You know, poor people I bet you that's something, and I think I've read that somewhere, that's something that's progressively gotten worse over the years because of certain genetics and stuff like hmm, that interesting uh, so it may not have been a problem back in the day you're probably right but anyway as we've gotten sissified uh, which i think has been caused by the overuse of antibiotics which has killed the bacteria the growth affecting the enzymes, the enzymes that are in shit. your stomach that <laughs> break down the lactose and um so, so anyways yeah Maybe our, our right. little our little thing but anyways um, we're, um, word obviously has gotten out to the police and everybody that Dr. Brandt has been kidnapped. Um, you know, they have to tell his wife, you know, he wasn't his he, wife. He's not dead. He's yeah. just missing. Someone came in and got him. Um, and the inspector even asked uh, her, have you, you think of anybody ha, and, or have you even seen Frankenstein? Do you mm-hmm. know what he looks like? And she's like, no. Or I think she said but, she saw him once, but you know, it yeah. was five years ago from, you know, cause the then she sees, yeah. Frank is like Mr. Fenner yeah. later on in the film buying a flower for a little buttonhole yeah, flower. Yeah, she goes, he and looks she's familiar. Because she and her friend are looking through old newspapers, just, you know, trying to, you know, gather clues, figure what's going on. Yep. Um, and all, so that's happening. And while that's happening, you know, the police are making a search yeah. of neighboring houses from the asylum looking for I like him. how we almost do a commentary without really doing a commentary. I know. Well, you yeah. know. Well, this is a good movie, and it's an oh, important no, hammer movie. Yeah, no, no. Um, and we're taking you through the scenes and, and what leads and the, up to the, the cool stuff. finale. Because we're coming yeah. to a real cool... So word gets out, hey, they're coming to the house. Yeah. All right? They're making so, their rounds. The so somehow, they've got to make the house look like there's no cellar. Because um, it's like one of those like you know, Harry Potter doors under the stairs kind yeah. of thing that lead to the cellar. So they start painting. They they rig it all up. And, and, and wallpaper or something over there just so, to where it doesn't look I right. Mean, I guess they've got time because they're going house to house. Yeah. So they got time to do this. That's sort of believable. So the police come yeah. in. They're searching. And, and you know, Carl's Although you would think that painting. most houses in that time period in that area have basements a cellar yeah fruit cellars they all had that and and, you know probably most of them are underneath the staircase right the the monsters were too and um even before and um from the burbs yes you you went through the underneath so they that get that satisfies the police 
you know, sort of, you, you get the idea that they're a little suspicious, but yeah. eh, nothing's here, they go. Um, and that, that, you know, it's safe for now. Right. But it ain't much later when um, the water main breaks and water just starts shooting up in the flower bed. And I love, you know, I think everybody else is gone. Yeah. Except Anna, she's there, and I love how you just see like the hand flapping. Around. Yeah, the water's shooting it up like this. <laughs> you just see this hand yeah, flapping. Yeah, yeah, shooting it up, man. It's and like, people are the... trying to peek in, and she's shooting them away. You know, like oh, yeah, you know, they're gonna go get the police. There's a or woman the... that was helping her and, yeah. and stuff. I'll go get somebody and stuff like yeah. that. And she screams at her because she's still... get away, she get gets away, going, get out of here. And single-handedly, she pulls Doctor Brand's body out of the dirt and drags him. You know, just away into a corner into some foliage where no yeah, one's going to see him because yeah. i love it because the workers are there and dr Fr- baron god i always baron baron frankenstein shows up and what the shit what, what's going on oh it's a very slow scene where they're yeah. looking eye contact and, and, and she's, she's looking she's kind of like over here yeah and, it's all right you know yeah. So I mean I, I do I just I love the hand flap. No, that's, no, that's cool. <laughs> I cool thought scene. you might like that. <laughs> no, that scene was yeah that, that was stuck cool. out to me. But but then um, Doctor Brandt's wife does find out about everything, and that's and because so, she comes to the house yeah. asking. She just flat out asks, "Have you seen Doctor Frankenstein?" And I love how Baron Frankenstein rushes and grabs her, like and pulls her. He in. knows she's she's a problem. Now. Well, and, and I think. Yeah, I think it was just a problem because he had soon, to act fast. Yeah, soon he after wasn't gonna let them. Uh, 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 soon uh, uh. after he goes downstairs and, and kind of proves that this is Doctor Brandt by asking questions and moving the hand. They've been working with him like you know two raises for no, one raise for yes, and yeah. you know he answers all the questions that she asks him properly, but in the end, you know she's still kind of pissed at him for all this, right? And you know she takes off i don't i don't recall he if she said she was to, gonna go to the police or if she was what i forgot what did he say to her <sighs> come back in a week i think and yeah. he'll be he'll be more healed and ready yeah to talk something and like stuff that like that yeah, that's it um instead of the hand gestures he'll be able to speak right but you know what what happens is immediately <laughs> he goes favor let's get the hell out of here he closes <laughs> the door pack we're leaving <laughs> yeah that's what he says <laughs> pack we're leaving <laughs> And it's like a close-up of his face, yes. too. It's just... It's, it's so the, funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. I laughed out loud with that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so He LOL'd. I LMAO. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, they pack up, they get out on a carriage, and they go to some, some you know, abandoned Dilapidated kind of, Yeah, house. Yeah, it is. What, is it Dr. Brandt's house? No, because it's, it's just just some old rundown. Big, oh no, that's later. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's some old rundown mansion. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So and um, so real quickly, wrapping that kind of coming whole to the end here. Scene up and all that. Um, the uh, we we get to a, a point now where um, Doctor Brandt in Doctor Richter's body, you know, pulls off the bandages. Does that happen there? Uh, somewhere, yeah, I think because, so. Because, uh, yeah, Carl and Anna are trying, they're they're, they're scheming to, to, to get, get away. away, like go out and set up the carriage and all yeah, that. Yeah, just get away in the middle of the night. That's also where he tells her to get him another cup of coffee. Yes. Like <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, yeah they're, he, they're trying to get away while, I guess. Right. I mean, he sees, you know, I mean, imagine being insane, waking up, being mm-hmm. sane, and seeing that you're not in your body anymore. You know, having all you know, all your knowledge, all your memories, but this is not me. You know, because that's the first thing he does. He looks at his hands. It's not my hand. And the th- the thing that 
got me in this movie, and not in a bad way. I'm just saying, dissecting this movie, uh, you know, towards other horror movies, Frankenstein movies, you know, whatever. It's it's the fact that <clears throat> he takes his bandages off, and so, and, and it's not a monster. It's just it's a regular man mm-hmm. who's had his a brain transplant, you know, miraculously. Uh, but you just see the scar around where you know, it, it, you know the brain was transplanted, mm-hmm. and you, he wears a hat. He could pretty much live a normal yeah. life. He it's, could walk away from what it appears to be in the movie. It's a little bit more esoteric you know? uh, or metaphysical, I guess, just like Frankenstein so, created woman. So that got know. me a little bit, though. That you know, I'm used to the monster. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's not the really series a monster. Went off in a different direction, but yeah, but I still get that's, it. That's, I still get but it. But it does harken back to Mary Shelley's book, which I'll get to, to as we get towards the end. Yeah, because he does. You know, he goes to his wife. Mm-hmm. He tries to explain. This is Doctor Richter or yeah. Doctor Brandt. I'm, t- I'm talking about. Yeah, she just won't have it. She won't have it. She doesn't believe that it's him. Yeah, you, and you're an, it's a whole him. new body. Yeah, so yeah. from that point, he wants revenge on the person who did this to him, and he knows. It's Baron Frankenstein. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone out there will, but I think this is the first film, Frankenstein film, um, from the very first one to, to 1969 that actually deals with the part in Mary Shelley's book yeah. where the, the creature is looking for revenge on the on his master because that's actually what happens in, in the book you know right. and you know, and it, you know, like in the Kenneth Branagh film version with Robert De Niro as yeah. well you know that's that's in there mm-hmm. but uh, I think this is the first one that actually deals with sort of that idea so it does take a little bit from from Mary Shelley's book there too that uh, you know now the, the creation is looking for revenge against the master and he does he sets up you know this whole you know they know once he once baron frankenstein realizes that his creature is gone he knows exactly where he went so they, they go there and he's laying a trap for him he's laying he's, a trap he's, for he's baron got paperwork there for his that, notes that, that baron wants frankenstein wants and and he, he tells his wife leave mm-hmm. he says go, go. Um, because this isn't going to end well and he's, he's setting up the trap and to where he's going to be yeah. able to burn he, down yeah, this entire house. he's putting gasoline or paraffin or whatever it is he's putting all over the yeah, walls. I mean, so Baron Frankenstein didn't only cure his insanity. I mean, he, he you know, this dude's smart as a whip and, and he's yeah. ready to go. He, he's going to get you his know, revenge. So. so they get to that house, um, you know, and then, you know, Carl's right behind him because, you know, the jig was up with them trying to get away. Right. They, they tussle a little bit. They're fighting a bit. Well, we we forgot to mention. Oh too hey, about, wait, dude, I, Anna. I, I know the a oh, big yeah. part. We forgot to mention. When he realizes that, because uh, Anna sees him yeah. leave when when he's and she picks up a scalpel because she's afraid of him, and he tells her, I, "I won't hurt you. I won't hurt you." Yeah. And when he tries to get a little closer, she stabs him in the gut. Yeah. And uh, so Dr. probably Brand not a good him. wound, but it's not killing him yet. Yeah. It's, yeah. And yeah, when when Baron Frankenstein finds out, he he oh yeah he kills. He turns her. around and puts it right into her. Right into her, her guts. Kills so her. yeah, forgot about that. I know Martin. we we jumped right o- over that, but yeah, Anna ends up yeah getting scalped to death. But dead. Here comes Baron Frankenstein mm-hmm. running through the house. You know. Uh, I don't know if he was calling Dr. Brandt or, or whatever he was calling, you know. You know, Carl's getting the police. Yeah. And 
you know, he says, you know, the, the notes you want, they're, they're, in, they're behind the door. Yeah. So he goes to a door and well, he's doing, he takes a lantern, throws it at the door, and, you know, everything's up in a blaze. And he goes, he's going to go the other you know, Maybe it's not in that door. And throws one at the other door. It's up in a blaze. And now he's like, you don't have much time. You either, you know, break through the door and get the notes or it's the police. Yeah. You know, and kind of like right at, so right at so that I time. So did run in, in the, the right room and did get the paperwork, but he, he threw the fire over at the window, the, mm-hmm. the last exit. So he has to make his way, and he does make his way out. Right, but then Carl's going to show up. They fight. They tussle a bit. Yeah. Um, does he kill Carl? Does he shoot him? Or No, I no, no, Carl gets away. Yeah, yeah. Carl's all right. Uh, he'll just go to jail for the rest of I'll his life. I'll just see a sequel where he's on a ship heading to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be halfway to Missoula. Um, and um, Dr. Brandt, you know, he actually goes outside and, you know, he, he I think he busts up that fight or whatever. Oh, yeah. And Carl Lowers, I can't remember. Yeah. Watch it two days and, ago. And picks up Aaron Frankstein over his head like Carries him dare, back like into the dare. burning house. And, yeah. And, and the... It is such an abrupt end. Many Hammer movies are. Yeah, that I'm just like, abruptly. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yep. Because he walks through the front door, and you basically get, it goes, the end. Yep. I mean, that's well, it. As the credits are going, you still see the house burning. And, yeah, and, you know. but it was very, very abrupt. But, um, yeah, that, that's... Um, and the only thing yeah. that carries over from that to Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell the next is film, that the last with Peter film. Cushing in it. Right. Um, is that he can't use his hands anymore. I mean, he wears gloves, okay. um, and he's like, you know, my hands aren't good anymore. So mm-hmm. I think we could just assume somehow he escaped, but he got burned. Okay. So, huh. and that was the end of yeah. the film. The so, end of the film. So Frankenstein must be destroyed? Must be. No. But is he destroyed? Yes. For a couple because of years of he revenge. was. revenge. Yeah, so, so, so there you go. A little, little hammer. Retrospective and, and mm. little gushing, uh, gushing I, I, on cushion. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I did enjoy this film. I mean, it, it wasn't. You know, I was pleasantly surprised. Good. You know? I wasn't so, sure because yeah. it didn't have a monster in it, but it's a good story. So I wasn't sure, but you know, yeah, no, that's no, why was... I kind of told you check out a few trailers that yeah. I recommend and say, yeah, whichever one you like best yeah. would do. Yeah. So yeah, very good. Very good. I love them all. They're all good. I I own all of them. So, so there you go. A little bit of gushing, a little hammer. We haven't done a hammer in a while, I don't think. But we don't um, do enough of them. We yeah. do a lot of bad movies in between the hammer movies. We do a lot of good ones in between the hammer movies. Mm, we'll see. Can't wait to do Head of the Family too. Um, yeah. Or Bride of the Head of the Family. Fam- I mean, Woo! Valentine's Food Day. Moon baby. is going to be giving us some movies to do. Thank you, Charles. So there you go. Another one in the books. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it, right? That's it. Let's just wrap this up and do our dance that's party. Right. You're going right. to the disco, right? Yeah, I, I, I go to the disco after the show you, on Tuesdays. I get my groove on. I, I mean, yeah. We're, I drop a little ecstasy. and You bring the... I brought the disco you brought, ball. You bring the bell bottoms, right? Yeah, the, no, I, no, I just I wear this shirt and the bell bottoms. Later, guys.